Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. And for this particular episode, we're going to be looking at the highest grossing comedy movies of all time. And to help me with this journey is my co-star, Max. Hello. Who's happy to come and join for me for another episode. Uh, last week, uh, when this episode comes out, we did a highest grossing movies of all time. So we thought we would narrow down the search and just look at uh, comedies and hit that category. And then maybe we'll do it, hit another category another time. Yeah, Max? And we're looking at the highest grossing comedies of all time, right? That's yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But most yeah. of them are mo- turn out to be modern comedies. Basically, yes. Yeah. We learnt, basically, when we start looking at the list um, before this episode, uh, we realized, all right, so majority of them are pretty much after 2000 or late 1990. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, further ado, so Max, have you, before we get into this, have you actually watched anything recently? Any movies or TV shows? You shouldn't, you've made a mistake in asking me this question because I watched Don't Look Up uh, on Saturday night. Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, it's, it was, yeah. Um, I'm just going to tell me, tell me. You, do you really want to hear my opinion? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I guess this is the point, right? I thought it was terrible. I, I thought it was terrible. I, oh. I, I couldn't believe how, how boring that movie was. Um, right. I only sat through it because, well, first of all, I was watching it with Jack. My good good friend Jack, and you know he seemed to be sort of enjoying it a little bit. No, actually, he said it was crap too. But yeah. like, I, I, I was excited for the movie. Is the problem? So I'm like, I, I was excited for the movie because I love like obviously it was a great cast, right? With comedy actors and like dramatic actors. So well, it's, it did. That's it had an ensemble cast. Yeah, and the director. If you look at the director, Adam McKay, right? You know, Adam McKay yeah. is the one who did all the um. He's done he did Anchorman. The, yeah, the Will Ferrell, all the Will Ferrell movies. The other guys, the Anchorman, um, Step Brothers, uh, yep. Talladega Nights. Uh, yeah. He did The Big Short, which we spoke about last week briefly. Oh, and that's right. Yeah, we did too, yeah. Made some like, of the best best movies. Like best comedy movies, best movies that you'll you'll watch, honestly. And it was absolute trash. Well, that, that's the thing. That's what I don't get. I'm like, you have an ensemble cast. Yep. You have Adam McKay, who you know has a you know, nearly a plethora of movie hits. Yeah, and in this, I'm like, what the f is this? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it as I was watching. I couldn't believe how bad it was. Like, I had to keep watching it because I was like, is this, is this movie really, really this bad? Like, uh, I don't. Know. But did you see? Do you did you get the feeling of like it was trying to be two different movies? I, oh, I don't know what feelings I had, honestly. I, yeah, yeah, no, it was very, yeah, it was like a weird comedy, but at the same time, it was trying to be like super serious. Yeah, yeah. And apparently it's got this weird subtext about like global warming or something. So it's like, oh, it's not a meteor coming to get us, it's global warming or something like this. Because you know how Leo Leonardo DiCaprio is like super into that stuff? Yeah. He's, he's like, super, yeah. yeah, it seems like very just like, modern Hollywood type vibes like and don't even 
like bother with Ariana Grande? Like, what what was she even doing in that film? Uh, I don't know. I oh, I don't know. This is what's weird about this whole film. Movie. Yeah, you had you had Kate Blanchett as well. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's like good in everything. She's like one of the best actresses around, right? She, yeah, she, she, she Yeah, I, I, I probably rate her above Meryl Streep, and Meryl Streep's pretty good. So, like, yeah, like I, I, I don't know how you stuff that. I think we said this last week. Like, sometimes you can have a bunch of really good actors and just make a terrible film, and that's that's exactly right. You I, can have everything in right, but if you have a lousy script or a terrible director. Bomb. But that's the thing. They had the one of the best directors around, like, and he has his own style, like, but he's incredibly like smart. Um, I know. Apparently, also there's a scene in it, um, which was apparently, apparently quotations, is that there's a scene in it where you can actually see the filming crew. Yeah, but there's and... one of those in every movie, and it's pretty hard to pick them up. You know, well, that's going to one... happen. Yeah, yeah. No, go this on. This one sorry. got picked up. This one got picked up and then he was like tweeted or something. He's like, oh, it's meant to be in there because it's meant to, you know, be a whole part of the movie, the okay. message that we're sending. Okay, so that that uh, ties a lot of um, things together for me. I think what's happened is he's literally been corrupted by like studios, Hollywood. Like there's obviously something's happened there because there's no way he would make that film even a couple of years ago. I'm looking at his movies now. Have you seen Vice? No, about it's about Dick Cheney and that that government, um, you know oh. the Bush the Bush government. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, that sounds the invasion yeah, of Iraq. Think... It's yeah, like, think... yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, I think I I remember hearing about that one. Yeah, uh, so like super highly recommended. Like pretty much as good as a Big Short. It like it didn't get as probably as much attention because it was mm. a little bit weird, a little bit boring in some spots. Like it wasn't like a pure comedy movie but just an incredibly well put together movie um and is that his last movie is that the last yeah i'm looking now that was the last and he did that in 2018 and don't look up was obviously done well i think it technically was released last year or something but really it's this year so yeah he's had had a few years to like chill out and someone's probably approached him and and this is the next thing he makes and you know this is the thing that pisses me off the most is um, I can't remember if I said to you. It's been, it's been nominated for best picture. Okay, so this is yeah, this is making a lot of sense, right? So we know what's happening in Hollywood, right? It's gone full. Everything's all about messaging. It's all about you know appealing to everyone and everything all the time. It's not about you know it's it's not about story writing anymore, right? It's about mm-hmm. how do we make this movie so appealing to everyone. And how do we, you know, send the right messages and whatever? How do we get the best actors on screen, you know, the most popular actors and get people into the movies? Well, yeah, well, because that's what it was. It was just an appeal to everyone. It was appeal to modern Hollywood. You know, like I say, it, I, it clearly does have some weird subtext, especially it towards does. the end. It becomes more clear where it's like, oh, like if we don't do anything about the planet, then it's going to end. It's like, that's probably true, right? But or it is true or whatever. Like, I'm not going to argue that. But in terms of, like, I don't want to say that in a movie, like in a comedy. Like, why are you, what, what, why are you trying to send me a message? I just want to enjoy a funny movie, you know? That's, and that's what Adam, Adam Mackay does best. That's well, what that's he does. The, yeah. That's the thing is, like, that's just, this is what I understand. Like, I only watched it because Mark from Mark My Words, um, 
Pete watched it and he was telling me about it. He's like, you need to watch this. This is like, well, the funny thing is he told me to watch it because of the fact that someone told him to watch it yep. and saying how confusing and how crap it is. So I was like, all right, well, I'll watch it too. And yep. I'm like, what the f- is that? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Ponzi scheme of people telling each other to watch the movie. It's It's like, and I was told, I was told that it was a terrible movie and I was like, most people don't know what they're talking about when it comes to movies. So if you tell me something's well, you bad... Well, you've come to the right podcast, haven't you? Yeah. Well, if someone tells me, oh, I watched a movie and it was bad, like it was probably a good movie. Like I almost take an inverse relationship, you know, like a lot, a lot yeah. of people... You take the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I take the benefit of the doubt, but also like a lot, I like a lot of movies that people would never watch. So... Yeah. Or, or this... don't... Or not as many people would watch. Um so I, I watched it and yeah, I couldn't believe how bad it was. Unbelievable. No, neither, Maddie, Maddie stopped watching it. Yeah, I, I, I probably would have stopped. If I was watching it by myself, I would have just stopped watching it about yeah. half an hour in, dead set. Yeah, because I was just like, this just gets more confusing. It yep. gets more confusing. And uh, it, the funny thing is, like, I couldn't believe it was. This is what really you know got me right. I'm like, that gets nominated for best picture, but not. Spider-Man No Way Home. And I'm not well, saying that I'm not yeah. saying that as a massive comic book fan. I'm like, if you gave me those two movies, I can tell you which one's more directly, you know, directed and written sound compared yeah. to the other. Yeah, well that's the thing. It's it's like it's it's gotta be about that. It's like what's a good movie? I mean, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, no, I believe and obviously they discriminate against superhero movies in, you know, in those type of awards things like Obviously, The Dark Knight. That well, Heath Ledger won an Oscar, right? Well, yeah, it, it's only. I'm pretty sure it's only The Dark Knight and Black Panther. Black Panther. Now, I haven't seen Black Panther. I don't know. It could be an incredibly good movie, but let's be honest. Like we all know what happened there and why that got, you know, such good reviews and whatever. Like that was predetermined because uh, it was. No, no, my argument. No, no, I'm not arguing against the movie, but I'm saying even if the movie was terrible. It probably still would have done really well in in terms of awards and whatnot. Oh, it's still well. It didn't. It didn't win best picture. It, lo- no. it lost. It lost to um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that movie. I was. I've, I have been told that was a really good movie, and I believe that too. It so, was. Uh, yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Rami he, Malek. Rami. Yeah. Malek. He's. He's yeah. a. Yeah. He. Um. He's a new villain in the last. James Bond movie, but he did a really, he did a really solid job of playing that role. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and he, yeah, like I, his performance was great, but I was like, oh, I probably would give him best picture to Black Panther. I'm okay, like, you're only, right. yep. I was like, you only gave best picture to Ian Rapsy because of the fact it's a um, biopic. Yeah, and you know, which, it was some, something a bit different, I guess, which Hollywood loves. Yeah, no, and that's that's all right. Like, it's okay if you have a little bit of preference here and there, but um, obviously, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, why yeah. was Don't Look Up nominated? Honestly, uh, man, like, I, I I don't know, and I just I think I it just, the, it, yeah. The only reason why would have because the fact that it was like, oh, it, it sent the right message. That's what I'm saying is what happened. Like, I'm I'm yeah. not trying to be like rude and whatever but i'm saying but that's no. what i think happened no like, and it, it thing is it did it did send the right message but i'm like all right so the message was good 
but everything around it was a pile of trash. Yeah, I mean, if it was a speech, like, or, you know, like, whatever, <laughs> like, if, yeah. if that was the point, like, if we came to watch something like that, whatever, <laughs> like, we came to watch a comedy, like, because we were told it's going to be hilarious and there's going to be these great actors and, you know. No, it was almost like false advertising, really. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, we were let on, you know. And, and, I, and what I feel bad for, um, which what I feel bad for is Leonardo DiCaprio because his last movie performance was um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which, oh. sorry, side, side point, I've been told, I haven't seen any Quentin, uh, Quentin Tarantino films. And yep. when I told Max that uh, when we played tennis uh, last week, he was beside himself and was like, yeah. what? No, I was only beside myself because I know, you know, how much you enjoy movies and I just thought like you've missed out. Well, you haven't missed out on it. It's never too late, right? So you can still watch them now and yeah, it's like but they're like um what do you call it? archetypal just good films. They're just oh, yeah. pure pure Hollywood. Yeah, pure yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And well, yeah, exactly right. And but the thing is like Leonardo DiCaprio's last role was Once Upon a Time of Hollywood, which yeah. you got so much praise for. I'm like, and oh. this is your follow up? This is what you do next. Well, he's like, he's on, you know, he likes sending, you know, he likes to talk about climate change or whatever. Like, I get, I get, I get it, right? I think, you know, but it's just, it wasn't a good movie. That's all I'm saying is it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> like, there's, no. you know, it's, it's got nothing to do with anything else. It just wasn't enjoyable. I, you know, that was crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anything else, or was that a lot? That's the last movie that's, you watched. That's recently? that's all I can think of. Like I, I can't remember the last time I really sat down and watched the movie. I've been watching a lot of TV, like I said. So, yeah, and well, yeah, I haven't watched. Um, I haven't watched any TV recently because nothing's really out. Nothing I normally watch is out at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much all coming out at the end of this month. Yeah, um, I did do a review on the Batman. I did see the Batman over the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, you told me about it. Yep. Nice. Um, which I recommend Which I recommend you go and see. The only thing is you go prepare yourself that is three hours long. Jesus. I don't know about <laughs> that, man. But the next movie I hope to watch is, uh, it's kind of on Netflix. It's called The Adam Project. What's that? It's got raw rounds in it. It's a time-traveling one. Um, it's where he like goes back in time and he meets his younger self. Yep. Because of something going on, but it's got like Mark Ruffalo in it. It's got um, Zoe Zeldana in it. Yep. Um, doesn't look doesn't look too bad. Yeah, I'm well, again, to, yeah. I'm curious to see what that's going to be like. But oh, uh, well. yeah, the Batman Batman is 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 good. It is mm. very good. Um, as long as you're ready to sit down for three hours. Yeah, well, you know, if you're a comic book fan or whatever, or you've seen a lot of those movies, it makes makes sense. Like, I'd go and sit and watch a three-hour comedy. I don't know if i go watch a three-hour superhero movie. <laughs> it's, well, not that, that... it's not even that I don't like them. I just, I've no, seen I... bits of them. They're all right. Like, I, but, you know, if I just, yeah, I like the more, I don't know, like comedies or like, yeah, biopics, that sort of thing, like. Yeah, really which is fun, which yeah. is exactly why I wanted to get you on this episode is because you're yeah. the different opinions. Um, yeah. What I would recommend is if you don't watch uh, the Snyder Cut Justice League movie 
that's right now on uh, HBO, oh, sorry, Binge for us in Australia, because uh, that goes for four hours. Christ. It's a, it's a good watch. Trust me, as a fan, it's a really good watch. But I did find myself, I'm like, my God, like, my God, this is long. And I've watched, I've seen it, I saw it about a year and a half ago when it came out. And I've thought to myself, oh, I really want to watch it again. But I'm like, I can't be bothered watch sitting for four hours again. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, you have to watch it in bits. You watch a couple of hours, watch an hour. Pause well, it. yeah, it's, it's yeah. broken up into chapters. So you yeah. can, if you want to, you can watch, you know, chapter one, two, and three, and then watch four and five, six later. Yep. Two hours interval if you can't miss it. But yeah, I, I can't imagine you, see, you're, you seeing through that. Um, but let's let's get into this comedy list, man. Let's get yeah, into this. I'm excited. Yeah, let's go, man. So this is the 50 highest grossing movies of all time. We're going to hit, obviously, the, the top 20, um, because obviously that's going to be the most renowned. Uh, which number one, which came out in 19... No, you mean number 20, right? Oh, yeah. We're counting right, down. We're, we're not going to start from right. the top. All yeah, right, come on, right, man. We'll, like, do it, all right, we'll do a reverse. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, all right. Number 20, uh, in 20th place, this came out in 1998. This grossed $161 million at the box office. And if you haven't seen this movie... You're insane because this is classic Adam Sandler, which is the water boy. Did you say 1998, right? Yeah, 1998. Oh, like, if, like if, I don't think it's even possible. Like if you were born before 1998, I don't think it's possible that you haven't seen it. No. How is it? Because it used to be on TV every, every month. Yeah, water boy, I feel like it's the same category as um, like Terminator 2. Or Indiana Jones, it was always on Channel Nine or Channel Ten mm. on a Saturday, on a Saturday night yep, or a Friday yep, night. Yeah, um, it was like you. It was like, well, you really don't have a big catalog of movies to premiere, do you? Oh, but it was so. It's just such a good movie, and you could watch it like every few months. You know, it was still just so hilarious. It was so. It's so funny, and it's yeah. like when Am Sandler was at his peak. Um, so the what the Water Boy is, if you haven't seen it. Um, which is mad. Uh, a water boy for for a college football team discovers he has a unique tackling ability and tackling ability and becomes a member of the team. Um, this is quintessential uh, Am Sandler. Um, he's acting and just every or even the supporting cast around him is so funny. Yeah, he's um. um what's his mum's? The one is. Have you, have you seen uh Misery? The woman in that. Isn't it a horror movie? Misery is a horror movie, but it's yeah. the, yeah, it's Kathy the, Bates. Kathy Bates, yeah. Yeah. She got famous yeah. from that movie, Misery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I know which one. I haven't seen it, but I know, like, I've, I can see the poster in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. With uh, Henry. James Kahn. James Kahn. Yeah. And Henry, Henry uh, Winkler. Oh yeah, you went, yeah. Talking about Water Waterboy, Henry Winkler. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's he's yeah. Great. You know what he's yeah. from right? Fonzie, right? He's from uh, yeah. What was that yeah. show? Well, called? Mama. Yeah, he was the Fonz. Happy days, happy days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy. One, two, three. Oh well, I can't remember the theme. Monday, um, Tuesday, happy days. Wednesday, Thursday, happy days. Yeah, that's that's something right. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what well, Mama don't know won't hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, like, yeah, if you haven't watched that movie, like, 
you just you have to watch it and no. But yeah. like I'm pretty sure this came out I think either a year before or a year after is when also um Happy Gilmore came out. Yeah, okay. He might have done Happy Gilmore actually I don't know. Before or after, I'm not sure. Um yeah, Happy Gilmore. I mean that yeah. Same vein. Same vein as Waterboy. Yeah. They're all the same, but they're not. Like the they're the same style, but they're all like standalone films. Like they're all enjoy. Oh, Happy Gilmore's nineteen ninety six. So before Waterboy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So if you were, if you're an Am Sandler fan in the nineties, you, mm. yeah, you would have loved it between him and Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, yeah, they were great. But um, yeah, the Waterboy. I re- re- highly recommend for you to watch it if you're just looking for a feel good movie, and yeah, does a fantastic. Fantastic job. Oh my god, I just realized one of the next two. <laughs> well, the next two films above that. Uh, so, number 19, this came out in 2010. Uh, this grossed $162 million at the box office, and it's boom, another Am, Am Sandler movie, Grown Ups. Yeah, no, you did well with that film. Great yeah, cast, and they lived up to it. That's a, that's a, that's a movie where it's like you got what you came for, like you got yeah. a great cast of hilarious dudes who were just hilarious and a good, like just like a good movie, just you know. Yeah, all it's just basically, it's, it, I can already hear the pitch. He was just going, "Hey guys, you want to go away somewhere, shoot a movie together? Yeah, sure, let's go do that." Yep. Because you know it's got um Kevin James in it. You know it's got Chris mm. Rock. Yep. Um. What's he Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's hilarious. He's great. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Deuce Bigelow? Yeah, that's what I was about to mention. Yeah, that. Yeah, I... It's either Deuce Bigelow or the hot chick. He's, you know, yeah, the hot chick or Animal. I don't know Animal. What's Animal? Animal. Animal. He's he's in it, and it, it, the weird, the whole plot is the fact that he's in a car crash. Yeah. And then a dude who lives on a farm finds him and he uses animal parts to revive him. That sounds too weird for me, man. No, no, it's a comedy. I've never heard, comedy, yeah, I've ne- but, I've never heard of that. Yeah. But it's, um, he's got all the instincts of an animal. Yeah. So he's like, he smells heightened. He can run a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, stuff, yeah, stuff like that. It's actually, yeah, it's actually pretty funny. But, um, Juice Bigelow is just so funny, and, yeah. and European Gigolo. Yeah, both of uh, them. I was, yeah. yeah, I was actually recommending Juice Bigelow to one of the girls at work. I don't know. Do girls like those movies again? Like, I don't know. Oh no, she she likes comedies, and she's like, oh, she said to me, she's like, oh, I'm. Um, do you have any recommendations for movies to watch? And then we were talking about comedies, and I was like, have you seen Juice Bigelow? She's like, nah. I'm like. Watch that with you. Watch that with your partner. You'd be pissing yourself laughing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, grown ups. Basically, after their high school basketball coach passes away, five good friends and former teammates reunite for Fourth of July holiday weekend, where they all get back together and you know, it's basically you know they haven't seen each other for a while and all the mm. shenanigans that comes with Am Sandler all yep. the way through that. Yep. Um, which you know. Also spawned a sequel as well, Grown Ups 2. Yeah, that was equally as good. Honestly, both of them were pretty good movies. Yeah. I, I, yeah, they're about the same. 
either 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 I I liked neither of them I thought was better than the other one. Um, mm, yeah, exactly. But now that's now that, that's a good one. Uh, next number eighteen, um, still Adam Sandler. Now this grossed grossed one hundred sixty three million dollars at the box office. Big Daddy. I'm embarrassed to say that I ha- I haven't watched that movie. You haven't seen that one. So I basically, what, yeah, yeah. Go so on. basically, um, what happens is, oh, a lazy law school grade adopts a kid to impress his girlfriend, but everything doesn't go as planned, and he becomes the unlikely foster father. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. basically, his girlfriend's leaving him because he's not very responsible, um, and the bloke that I think is living with him child services come and say that you know you have your son yeah uh, but he takes the guy's details and mm. so they give him the kid so he looks after him yeah um yeah and yeah still st- still similar with adam sandler's friends and everything and that's actually a feel-good comedy you know it's all about you know how to be a father and everything and doing anything for the right reasons but that's also that's also a pisser Mm, yeah okay yeah, I've really um, I haven't I just haven't watched it I haven't seen it yeah if you that, so that came in 1999 so that's what I mean like that's still same kind of same kind of energy as mm. um, the water boy happy Gilmore yeah and and big daddy so it's still that same that same level yep yep um, so if you do get spare time I recommend you watching it yep yeah uh, I'll, I'll probably will at some stage yeah, um, because yeah, it's still quintessential. Um, quintessential yeah, sorry, still main main uh, Am Sandler. Hmm. Um, now this next movie I actually haven't seen, but all I've ever seen about come up is that's funny as all hell. Three men and a baby, number 1987 which grossed one hundred sixty-seven million dollars at the box office. Never ever heard of it. No, uh, it's got um. Oh my god! I didn't know that. It's directed by Leonard Nimoy, the guy who played Spock. Yeah, it's got some yeah, weird. Got... Yeah, Ted Danson, I know him. Tom Selleck, know him. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and Stephen Gutterberg. Yeah, I I've never seen it either. Apparently, it's everything I've seen about it is pretty funny. But yeah, yep. I didn't know it was directed by Leonard Nimoy. No, that's weird, isn't it? I don't even know he was a director. Well, he actually, um, Lenor actually directed, I think, I want to say one or two, um, one or two of actually um, Star Trek films. Yeah, okay. That makes yeah. sense. So he directed, yeah, Star Trek 4 and Star Trek 3. Yeah. Um, funny enough, I'm pretty sure I. Some Star Trek will fan will probably correct me on this, but um, I'm pretty sure he the only good Star Trek films he directed, and then um, what's his name who played uh, what's his what, main dude? William Shatner. Yeah, him. apparently he he directed one which absolutely bombed and was shit. Yep, because he wanted to you know direct one just like Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, and, but it, it bombed in the box office. He went into space. Yeah, yeah. That's right, he did. He finally went where uh, the final frontier. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know, they're actually making a new Star Trek film. They're actually, they're, well, they're making Star Trek four of the new, the new movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, still would have loved to see what the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek film would have been like. That would uh, that would have been off the wall. <laughs> I guess I I don't know. I think he's too original to do a remake. You know, I think he's got his own sort of deal. Like, but even if it wasn't a remake, if it was you know a new. Yeah, but his like movies a, are just, they're so original to, like, they 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 have lots of inspirations from other movies, but in terms of the actual, like, plot line and characters, they're all super. Yeah, it's never, it's never, um, it's never a sequel or a franchise, money, money one. Yeah, and it's all, like, these movies are so unpredictable, like, it's so, you know, it's an absolute, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I need to, I need, I need to, I need to start getting onto those and start, you know. Smashing those out. Um, yeah. But number 16, now I have seen this. This came out in 2007. Uh, this grossed $168 million at the box office. Wild Hogs. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, so that's got Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence, John Travolta, and William H. Macy. Yep. Um, I haven't seen that in a very long time, but I do remember that it is this funny as all hell. Yeah, I think I watched it a few years ago. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a, a group of suburban biker wannabes looking for adventure hit the open road but get more than what they bargain for when they encounter a new Mexican game, gang called Del... Del Fuegos? Del, Del Fuegos, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah, yeah I remember for now. Yeah. yeah. The, interesting, the interesting thing is that made a lot of money. However... It's IMDb rating is only 5.9. Yeah, like, it, you know, it wasn't... It was just super... It was just super funny and just super, like, fun. It was just a fun movie. It's not supposed to be, you know, anything, like... No, pretty, it's like, not meant some, to be taken too seriously. Yeah, it's like, not... It's not, it's gonna, not, it's not, it's not designed... It's not going to win an Oscar. Yeah. No, and it's not meant... To, it's not meant to be critiqued, you know? It's just... Like, if you, if you want to critique it, then you can, you know, you can pick stuff out of it and say this was wrong and that was wrong, but really, you know... Yeah, just it's just hilarious. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's just for a feel good movie. Mm. It's just a funny movie. You don't have to think much. Don't have to think much about it. But um, yeah. yeah, from what I remembered from it, it's actually yeah, it isn't too bad. So if you're just looking for some like you know just a funny movie, you don't have to really think a whole lot hard about it. No, exactly. Out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely check out Wild Hogs. Yep. Um, now this next one. I actually, I actually watched this a couple of months ago, um, and uh, this is funny as all hell. Uh, this is this came out in two thousand. Uh, so this budget, this made one hundred sixty-six million dollars at the box office, um, and it is Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is got that... Ben Stiller in it. Robert. De- Robert De Niro. How recent? Because I know Meet the Fuck. I think I've seen Meet the Parents. Oh was, no, that's the first one. That's the first. Yeah, Meet one. the Meet Parents the is parents. the first one. Meet the Meet the Fuckers is yeah. the sequel. Where they yeah, meet? He's the fucker. They're, I mean, the, <laughs> no, no, he yeah. is like the Ben Stiller character. I'm thinking his name's Fucker, and he, and he, like you meet his family in the second movie. So in the first movie, yeah. it's the the woman. What's her name? I don't I don't know what her name is. The one with De Niro. Um, uh, um, Terry, Terry Polo. 
yeah, well, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I, I've never heard of her name. Obviously, I, I know what she but looks I've like. I've seen but... her in so many things. I don't know. I don't recall her in much. Um, but Meet the Parents is so funny. I think it's the second one. I think the opening, the second one, because he's a male nurse. Yeah, he is. And uh, the second one, he's in like a delivery room or something, and he helps deliver a baby, and the guy turns around and is like, thank you, thank you so much for delivering my baby. I will name my son after you. And then he looks at his name tag, mm. and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there is, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, yeah, but yeah, this has also got Owen Wilson in it. Yeah, he plays like the uh, like the kind of rich dude who the daughter was supposed to marry, but yeah. she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't marry. You know, she wants. You know, she falls in love with Ben Stiller, and yep. the fact that um, yeah, he's a male nurse. And he's his name is Fucker. So it's. A uh, male nurse, Greg Fokker, meets his girlfriend's parents before proposing, but his suspicious father is every date's worst nightmare. And that's Robert De Niro who na- who nails it. He na- you know. Yeah. Because the fact he's, a, um, he's an ex... CIA. Uh, uh, CIA um, agent, yeah. Yeah, he does... Um, I know in the episode... I forget which movie he does a lie detector test on. Ben yeah, he does in the first yeah. one. Have yeah, you yeah. ever watched pornographic material? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he was an interrogator. Spray- That's what he was. He was an interrogator for the yeah. CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, did you spray this cat? He's like, did you spray this cat? This isn't my cat. Mm. Uh, and the whole, oh, you remember the bit with the the thing, the, uh, the gazebo lights on fire? Yeah, I seem to recall that. Yeah. No, that's... Um, uh, yeah. Fuck, that was funny. Yeah. Um, and the cat that can go to a toilet by itself and then the cat uh, pees in the in the uh, his mum's ashes yeah. because he yeah. hits the uh, hits the urn and it falls into the ground. Yep. Fuck, that was... Yeah. God, that's funny. Um, so, the next one, number 14. This came out in 2011. And this grossed $169 million in the box office. And essentially, this is uh, like this is the flip side of the hangover for girls. And this is Bridesmaids. I don't know if it is like the hangover. I think it's a bit different to that. Because like, it's not like know. a one night thing. Like the whole point of the hangover is it all happens over one night and then. Like it's a bit, it's it's a comedy movie with women in it, but it's it's not. It's like its own sort of. That's why it was good. It was like its own sort of style, standalone kind of movie. That's yeah, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, which is it's you know I, I can't remember why I watched this, but I did. I was like, all right, I'll watch it, and it was actually this is actually funny as all hell. Yeah, it was the same as me. Like you, you see it on TV or whatever, and you're like, oh, what's this? And then you watch it for a few minutes, and you're like, oh, it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, so this has got Kristen Wiig in it, uh, Maya Rudolph, Rose Byrne, Terry Crews, and this is directed by Paul Figg. Rose Byrne, she's an Australian actress. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's they're all fun. Yeah, it's, I just love the fact that because they're off dinner, like, um, and they all have to, they're all going to go to the dress fitting, but 
They all need to oh, um, no, avoid you their ruin it. No, Yeah, no, you shouldn't be ruining it for people who haven't <laughs> seen it. That's like, yeah, that's like, yeah, the most ridiculous scene ever. But <laughs> so it's like so well done. Like it's disgusting, but at the same time, it's hilarious. I know. Normally, it's just disgusting, right? Normally, scenes like that in movies is just like, why are you making me watch this? This is gross. But that was like, it was actually no, hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. So, was, so the plot for this one is the competition between the maid of honor and and a bridesmaid over who is the bride's best friend threatens to append the life of an out-of-work pastry chef. Yep. And then there's the other guy, the random Irish guy. Oh, probably. What's his name? Is he the one in Sonic? Is that him? He's in the IT crowd or something, whatever it's called. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. He's a tall dude. He's reasonably tall. Um, he's in... Um... Have you, you've watched IT crowd, haven't you? No, but I'm, I'm aware that he's in it. I haven't oh, watched you it. Need, you need to watch IT Crowd, man. It is so Chris, funny. Is it Chris? Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Uh, Here we are. Oh, so yeah. Chris O'Donnell was Robin. Yeah, you're right. Um, no, because it's, it's a really funny bit in um, uh, IT Crowd where they, they have to go to a funeral. Yeah. And that guy, Chris, goes to the girl. He's like, oh, I'm not really good at funerals. And she's like... Um, just say sorry for your loss and, and move on. He's like, is that it? She's like, yeah, just say that. He's like, yeah. okay. Then he walks up to the lady, like, you know, the, the, um, the widow. It was like, bereaved, sorry, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry for your loss. Move on. Yeah. Nice. And he keeps walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you should, dude, if you're looking for comedies, definitely watch that. It's not very long. I think it's not a long TV show. They didn't make many seasons of it, mm. but it, yeah, it's actually quite funny. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, bridesmaids. It's funny. It's same thing. If you like full gamut, you know, women fighting each other. Um, it's a really good movie. And the it, the funny thing is, like, this is directed by Paul Fig, who, you know, this was really good. But his other project of the female Ghostbusters movie was terrible. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I'm willing to believe that. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen man. little bits of it, and yeah, oh, like it wasn't. It's just it's you know it's for you know. It's for a different crowd. It's for it's not for the people who actually liked Ghostbusters. No, which the new one was. Ghostbusters Afterlife was fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, this is what should have come out. This should have come out. This because this is what everybody was waiting for, and then we got that, and I'm like, well, that's not what we wanted. Mm. No. But uh, yes, definitely go check out for Bridesmaids. Now, number 13, you actually haven't seen this one. Um, so, number 13 came out in 2003. This grossed $173 million at the box office. And it stars Will Ferrell. And it is Elf. Which Elf. Elf is, yeah, I Elf. thought you said Alf. Elf. Elf. Elf, like, you know. The it sounds people. like you're saying Alf. Elf. That's why I was confused. I have, to be honest, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen like half of it. Oh, so yeah, well, Elf. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. Where is an Elf? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it, yeah, it, it's kind of funny too, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is literally just a funny. It's just a funny Christmas movie. Mm. Um, it's one of the highest rated Christmas movies as well. And yeah. the interesting fact is, this is actually directed by John Favreau, who directed Iron Man. Yeah, directed. The... Let me stop you there because that's the only like 
of those movies I watch, like comic book, whatever you want to call them. Iron Man's right. it. I watched Iron Man, Iron Man 2, good haven't, movies. Haven't you watched The uh, Mandalorian? No. Oh. No. Um, well, he did that. Uh, he, he did it as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so John Favreau, he's, he's done all that. He's um, he's actually quite a good director. And oh, he's, yeah, he's, and he's been around for ages. And he was an actor too. Like he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's... He's um I don't even know it, but like he's in pretty sure he's in Daredevil. Um, you ever heard of a movie called Swingers? No. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Super well not super, but like it's not popular, but it's sort of like his him and, and uh Vince Vaughn were in this movie together when they were really young, like early nineties. And it's like a weird like indie film, like super low uh... budget. That was one of his first films, and I've I think I watched it like once or maybe like one and a half times type deal. Like it's not a great film, but that was his first film, and it's it's yeah. super low budget, but it's it's just about a couple of dudes who are just like bumming around, but you know having girl problems and all that type of deal. They go to Vegas and but uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah, because his poster comes up and it's like his second poster from IMDb. Swingers. Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have probably would have been decently, yeah. Oh my god, I really didn't realize how much he's actually how much he was in. That's right, he was in Friends. He used to be good looking when he was young and skinny. Like he's a good looking dude. Like he could have been a Hollywood actor, but he kind of got fat and then started making really good movies as a director. So yeah. yeah. He was he was in yeah, he was in uh Friends, he was in um, he was in Deep Impact. He was on The Sopranos. He was, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, that's right. He was in Daredevil. He's also um, he's not really a main role, but he's in uh, Batman, Batman and Robin with Jim Carrey. Yeah, he he pops up in movies sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, he's in he's been King of Queens. My name is Earl. I really did not realize how much credits this got. He has. Mm. Yeah, he's been around. Like, yeah. Shit. Mm. Oh, he's in the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he plays a SEC investigator. Oh, yeah, I know he plays Jordan Belfort's. Uh, like, um, not his lawyer, but similar to, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Really, yeah, he's really a good actor. Much. He, but he's the problem is he, yeah, he used to be young and really good looking, and then he sort of because he got overweight, he didn't get any like big, you know, he could have been like Leonardo DiCaprio, big type deal, but he wasn't yeah. because you know he didn't have the the figure for it. Like he, yeah, Batman Forever. He was in Batman Forever as an assistant. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, he's done because he all everything he's done with Marvel, he's done with Star Wars, like he's. You know, he's done so much and all the stuff that he, he touches turns into gold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's awesome. Um, which, you know, Alf, which we're looking at right now. So, Alf, back to Alf. Uh, raised as an oversized Alf, a human travels from the North Pole to New York City to meet his biological father who doesn't know he exists and is in desperate need of some Christmas spirit. Mm. So, this is Will Ferrell, James Kahn, Bob Newhart, Zoe Dis. Uh, Des Channel. De- Deschanel. Thank you. Like that. Yeah. yeah, she's gorgeous. 
she was. Then she's got the no. There's two of them, right? There's Emily and Zoe. There's two. Yeah, the, her sister's in Bones. I preferred her. She was better looking. Oh, really? Even though she's older, like back in the day, she was better looking. I reckon. Yeah, the I other know, one was I, sort I, of. Yeah. I only know her from Bones, and I know that she's in Spy Man too. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize there were sisters until someone actually pointed that you do realize that's what's names like. Well, both, ah. They both have the same last name. How could you? Well, no, like I didn't know what her name was at the time. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, but no, Alpha's really good. It's a really good Christmas movie. Um, very funny. Peak Will Ferrell. Um, no, is it Peak Will Ferrell? Oh, that's a big. Statement. Oh, I think it's one of his. I think it's one of his better movies. Yeah, yeah no, you did. Oh, I think it's like. Yeah, he wasn't bad in it, I guess. No. I just think that's not... I guess, yeah, you could say peak Will Ferrell, but I mean, like, he's not... That's not the type of role he normally plays. No, it's not his best movie, but, like, yeah. it, he's it, he was definitely he's definitely in his mojo, his rhythm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they were going to make a remake. I saw They some, were going to make... Yeah. He was offered to make number two, but he turned it down. Mm. He turned... He, him and um, John Favreau both turned it down because they are like... No, the first one's just fine as it is. Yeah, well, good good for them if that's yeah. the way they feel, you know. Yeah, that's exactly how the directors feel, um, both with the director and writer of Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they have in a contract that the studio cannot make a sequel remake without their blessing. Oh, what are they going to do, though, like? Um, so that's why you, you've never seen a sequel or you've never seen a remake. Um, you know, it, it won't be until they pass away that, you know, uh, Universal Studios will be able to do it. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'll never be as good. Like, No, it won't. It won't have the same effect. No. My curiosity would be there on how they would do it. In this day and age, my curiosity would stop there. Well, that's the thing. It'll probably be more boring. It'll be like, I don't know, instead of driving the car up to 80 mile an hour, like, what, you know, what's going to, I don't know. It'd be something boring. You're driving your Tesla up to 300. Exactly, right. It's like you're getting yeah. a Tesla and, yeah, travel back in time. Yeah, to what? The 2000s? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely go check out Elf. It's really funny and one of the best Christmas movies. So number twelve. Now this is funny as all hell, and I still find myself as many times as I see it, still find myself laughing. So this is Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. This is this came out in nineteen ninety two, so it's older than me. And yep. at Matt Macaulay Culkin, John Pesci. Uh, Daniel Stern. Joe Pesci. Joe. Joe. What did I say? John. Oh, sorry. Joe. <laughs> yeah. And this was directed by Chris Columbus, who directed the first two Harry Potter films. Ah, yeah. yeah. Imagine being called Chris Columbus. What yeah, a name. It's like the name yeah, of the guy it. who discovered America or something. He was like their James Cook. Yeah. Chris, uh, Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, he's the the only way I know his name is the fact that he 
um, directed the first two Harry Potter films. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> mm. um, but he also directed, obviously, Home Alone. So Home Alone is so funny. So one year after the Kel- Kelvin McAllister was left home alone and had to defeat a pair of bumbling burglars, he accidentally finds himself stranded in New York City at the same at the same criminals are not far behind. And the same criminals are not far behind. So definitely you, you, you watch Home Alone 1, you don't watch Home Alone 2, you don't need to watch Home Alone 3, 4, or 5. I didn't know they existed. Yep. Sounds like a nightmare. It's the same plot. It's the same plot, but it's not nearly as funny. No, it couldn't be. No, because none of the returning cast come back. Yep. And then Disney did a remake, which originally came, which came out uh, last month or something. Yep. Um, but yeah, Home Alone. You've seen Home Alone too, yeah? Yeah, I have. Not as many times I've seen the first one. I've probably seen it like once. Yeah, I'd say I've seen the first one a lot more. Hmm. Um, but this is just, you know, the um, this has got uh, Donald Trump in it. He makes a yeah. cameo. Yeah. And um, he's back, in it. back when he was just Donald Trump, man. Those yeah, he was just days. Donald Trump. When he was, was just that, re- that real estate guy, like he was just, I know it's not like, a, you know, we're doing a movie podcast. It's just funny to think, you know, how different it was back then. But yeah. I know. And it, yeah. And when you look back, you're like, oh, look, Donald Trump, the, yeah. the not president yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but now this is same bumbling idiots. And this is just still just as funny. And just the uh, in the scene, the scene with um, when he's in the hotel room, he's got the TV playing. Do you um, remember that at all? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, I hardly, I hardly remember anything about that film. I think I've seen it like once when I was like ten. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, yeah. Now, like, if you've seen Home Alone one, you definitely need to watch Home Alone two. It's I. Uh, yeah, I'd say they're always just as funny as each other. Like, they're both directed really well. And, you know, it's definitely for a laugh. If you're looking for just a good laugh, you can't go wrong with Home Alone. Mm. Um, number Now, this the next one, me and Max talked about this. We actually haven't, both haven't seen this. Tootsie. This is number 11. This came out in 1982, and this grossed with $177 million. So this has Dustin Hoffman playing as a woman. And it's yep. Michael Dorothy, an unsuccessful actor, disguise himself as a woman in order to get a role on a trashy hospital soap. I actually have watched most of this film, but it was oh, a while have? ago. Yeah, I have. I have. But it, I don't remember much from it. I don't think I enjoyed it that much. It was a bit... I think it was just because for the time, it was so like progressive and different and interesting that people really liked it. And Dustin Hoffman playing a woman. Yeah, exactly. Like back then, that was like outrageous, you know. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> does have this does have a seven point four IMDb rating and an eighty eight uh, meta score as well. So it's actually, so it's not just like you know, for example, like Wild Hogs is actually received very well as a comedy as well. Yep. Um, might have to put it on the watch list. But then again. It'll probably keep falling lower and lower and lower. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. 
All right, so now we're going to get into the top 10. All right, so number 10, Liar Liar, 1997, Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. $181 yeah. million, dollars, the box office, 6.9. Yeah. Fantastic Jim Carrey movie. You need to go watch this if you haven't. It's it's the better version of Yes Man. It, um, yes, yes, it is definitely. It's a lot yeah. better than that movie. Yeah. Stop breaking the law, asshole. Yeah, just the, the courtroom scene and oh man, just amazing. It's hilarious. Oh. When he beats himself up, I forget why he does that, but because <laughs> he can't lie, because he's because he needs he, he needs a break because he can't um he can't figure out the court case. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh no, that's no, that's um Ace Ventura. But uh, <laughs> definitely go check it out. Number nine, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Oh, that, gro- is that the first one? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Oh. Nineteen ninety nine. This grossed two hundred and six million dollars the box office. Yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah, so this is Mike Myers, Heather Graham, Michael York. This has got Will Ferrell in it too. Yeah, he has that weird short scene where he plays that guy and he's like trying to um, he's trying to kill him. He's sent to assassinate. Oh, that's him. right. I can't. That's right. I can't lie on the third question. Yeah, he asks. He's like, I can't. If you ask me the same question three times, they're like, Where is who sent you? And he's like, I'm yeah. not going to tell you. They ask him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Who sent you? I'm not going to yeah. tell you. Who sent you? Yeah. Doctor Evil. Yeah. Like, Why did he send you? I'm like, I'm never going to tell you. Go to hell, Powers. Yeah. 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 That's oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. Um, number eight, Wedding Crashes, 2005. Ooh. This grossed 209 million dollars in the box office, and this is fantastic. What's fantastic? This movie. I would say I would put it in the category of like. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. This is this is uh, this yeah. is Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Rachel McAdams, Christopher Walken. Like it's mm. got a good cast to it. I much preferred old school. With I Vince. love old school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. my boy, Blue. You're my yeah. boy. Yeah. Nah, that film. That if you want to watch like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, holy crap, man, that movie is hilarious. Oh no, not Owen Wilson. Luke Wilson. It's Owen Wilson's brother. Yeah, it's Luke Wilson. Yeah. I don't know why I got them confused for a second there. One's got a broken nose, one doesn't. Yeah. One's blonde, one's not, I guess. Well, that's, yeah, it's true. One's Owen Wilson, one's not, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to really, you know, knuckle down. Yeah. um, But, yeah, definitely watch Rain Crashes. It's got got Will Ferrell in it, and he's so funny. Will Ferrell? Oh, Mom, again, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, know, you know, get them at weddings. You get them at funerals. Oh man, yeah, that was <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you what? Yeah, that you know the whole like death is thing is like an aphrodisiac. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that was like funny, but also just like awful at the same time. That scene. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, number seven, Austin Powers in Gold Member. This is that the third one? That's the third one. Yeah, it grossed yeah. $213 million at the box office. This is Mike Myers, Beyonce, Seth Green, Michael York. Yeah. 
Oh god, that was that was good because it's also got Michael Ka- Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yep. Yeah, he he's in every plays his dad. Yeah, there's a funny story. Of Michael Caine. He was at a party and someone kept saying Michael Caine, Michael Caine. And he's like, "What are you talking about? What about your cocaine?" He's like, "No, my my cocaine." Like they you know, they were trying to say Michael Caine's name. Oh, he's like, "Why are you telling me about your cocaine?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please go away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see it. I could see how that would happen. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's so funny. Great as Alfred. I won't. I won't bury and another Wayne. I won't uh, bury you, Mister Wayne. Oh, I can't do. I can't do yeah. his voice. Yeah, I see. Yep. Yeah. Um, awesome powers. Definitely go check it. Definitely go check it. If you haven't. It's. I think number one was better. I think number three might have been a little bit of a stretch, but it still had its moments. Don't think it was a stretch at all. I think they were all great. Well, that's what yeah, I was all three yep. of them. Yep. Uh, that had Beyonce oh. in it too, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. That yeah, was like one of those rare examples where like you take a singer who's just a singer and you mate, put her in a movie and like she was actually all right in it. You know? It doesn't she happen very often. It. Yeah, she exactly. That's what I'm saying. She was. Yeah, she was She was really good at it. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Um, now number six. Now this movie's number six. Mrs. Doubtfire, nineteen ninety-three. Mm. If you haven't yeah. seen Mrs. Doubtfire, you need to go watch it. It is Robin Williams is fantastic in it. That's mm. sad. It's also sad too. I've actually been to the house too. You're kidding? No, no, no. When me and my mates went to America, yeah, um, we went to San Francisco and we went to the house and we got a photo in front of it. Oh, awesome, man! Yeah, and yeah. all. All around the pavement, like around it, was all tributes to Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, no, he was great. Yeah, he was he's the only the second uh, or the first actor that uh, when I heard that he passed away, I was gutted. I was like, what? Mm. I was like, ah. Oh. But this yeah. year, this this grossed two hundred nineteen. Oh, Chris Columbus also directed this. That's surprising. Yeah. So $219 million. All right, so we're down to the last five. Yep. Number five was Bruce, o- Bruce Almighty, 2003. $242 million with Jim Carrey. Yep. Number four was The Hangover Part 2, 2011, with $254 million. That's Number interesting. Th- yeah. Yeah. The Hangover th- score. Oh, no, it's all right. We'll talk about it for a couple of minutes. I don't know. Do you want to go through them real quick? or? Oh, no, no. I'm just, I, I, no, I was just going to ran up the last three and then we'll still talk about it. Oh, all right. No worries. Go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So three is the hangover 2009 with $277 million. No respect. The hangover part three is nowhere in sight. It should be. I, that was the only one I went to the movies to watch because I think I was old enough to go to that one. It was in like 2013. I think I'd like me, yeah. you know, Jack and whatever, like, you know, you know, um, my mates, like we'd all just turn like 15 or 16 or whatever. So, so like, you could go. So we could actually go to that one. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good fun. Um, that was, I, I really honestly didn't like the third one as much as I like the other two. But, oh, um, yep, yep. Fair enough. Number two is Meet the Fockers. Yep. $279 million. Yep. And number one, Number one of all time highest grossing comedy is Home Alone 1, 1990, 1990 with $285 million. Mm. 
I'm surprised there's no comedies that gross a lot more. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. That's comedies don't perform that well at the box office. I, I take. Well, it. that's the thing. Like, remember how we did the our other episode? We looked at the highest grossing movies of all time, and none of them were comedies. No, they and they they were like doing like billions. Yeah. This is going to sound wrong, so I hope you don't mind me saying it. But I guess Chinese people don't like comedies. <laughs> it's just, well, well, hang on, because we were discussing this last week, and we we're saying, well, all please, these films... please, no Chinese audience be offended by this man. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, it's I've said it now. It's too late. <laughs> no, but like we were discussing, like a lot of the revenues come from the Chinese box office. Well, yeah, that, that's that's very true. But you know, it's. It could just Re- be from those... re-releases even. Re- they have re-releases. Well, that's exactly right. That's how um, Avatar overtook. That's how Avatar overtook um, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, because of a re-release. I don't know why you go see that movie again. Mm. But um, yeah, you're right. Like I, I'm actually surprised myself. I'm like, the, you know, the money, the box office isn't as high for these other movies, but. Mm. Uh, but no, I do remember when the first Hangover movie, came, Hangover movie came out, and that was just a smash hit. Everybody was saying, "Go watch this." Mm. Yeah, it was like a truly great film. Like, just yeah, super legendary comedy. Co- comedy, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually directed by Todd Phillips, who directed the Joker movie. Really? Yeah, he he wrote the Joker movie. He directed and wrote it. Interesting. Mm. Um, it, it it was interesting when I saw when I saw it got announced and it was coming out. I was like, "Really, the guy who directed The Hangover? Mm. He's gonna he's he's gonna do it?" But um, yeah, so yeah, Hangover One, yeah, Hangover One has seven point seven on rating, and Hangover Two has six point five. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're going to beat the first one, but even the second and third ones, like, and they managed to actually create a plot out of it too. Like, the first one doesn't really have, like, it has its own plot where, like, you know, they accidentally um, kidnap Mr. Chow and uh, they um, they have to get, they have to find Doug, right? The whole, the whole movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, the thir- yeah. The third one is pretty much all about the first one. Yeah, that's what I liked about. That's why I almost think the third, like the first one and the third one, go together. The second yeah. one was like its own film because that's when Stu gets married, and then they go to Thailand for his wedding, and then they lose Stu's um, girlfriend's brother, and they have to find him. Yeah, in the movie. So that was sort of like they re they almost remade the first one that's in the pretty, second that's, one. That's pretty much it. But the third one, actually the third one, actually links back to the first one. That's yeah. wh- that's why I liked it too, because it like it sort of rounded everything out. But it also made me sad because like I, watching that film, it's like like normally you um like you think oh they're gonna make a sequel, but they just they tied it up so well in the third one, like where yeah. what's his name gets married um the fat guy fuck yeah what's his name oh there's Stu, Stu Doug Allen Allen that's it Allen yeah. Played by what's his yeah. name, um, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, like he gets married and they walk off into the sunset. Like not the sunset, but it like fades away. Well, lights up and then fades away or whatever. And yeah, like you just, need to, yeah. you need to watch um, Between Two Ferns. Oh yeah, I've seen clip. I've seen I've seen a few of those episodes. 
So, some of them are really funny, yeah. He's, he's so funny, especially when he has Obama on it. Yeah, I've seen yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. oh, you know, it's too bad you can't run for a third term. And Obama's like, oh, you know, it's a bit, you know, it's something like it's a bit of a stretch or something, you know, like making a hangover three. That, see, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people made fun of the, the follow-up hangover movies, but I don't know, man. I, 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 don't think, I don't know what people are talking about, to be honest. And it's silly that three didn't do that well at the box office because. Nah, man. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going down this list, and if I go past twenty, Hangover three. Nah, I'm going down to forty-two, forty-three. Hmm. Nah, it's not in the top fifty. I guess people had had enough of it, but. Yeah, must have. Um, but yeah, did mean. I was bored out. My God, that was so funny. But yeah, look, number one being Home Alone. Home Alone, I think is perfect. Home Alone, the mm. first one is so funny. Yeah. And you need to watch it. You know. Yeah. Um. Again, it is just the what did he they get up to? It's just hilarious, and yep. you feel the pain. Like there's one where the guy's walking in barefoot and puts his foot through a nail. Oh like, man. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact that he gets the other, get the Joe Pesci gets his head um, blown off the blowtorch. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, that's definitely, yeah, you definitely need to watch that. So, like, guys, like, that's the top 20 of highest grossing movies of all time. Did you was any of you actually Max? Was any of them you were surprised about was in the top twenty? <sighs> I mean, I, it'd be easy to say I'm surprised that like same movie like Tootsie because I've never heard like well, it's not that I've never heard of it, but like you know, it's like super old, and I'm surprised that so many people went to the movies to watch it back in the day. Like a lot of old films did really well, whereas um, yeah. when we're looking at the other like the top twenty, um, the highest, highest grossing. grossing of all time they're, they're all like modern you know superhero films and again like you've got the chinese market you've got every you know young guy like yourself like but kids and even like guys who are older like all want to go see those movies but, yeah because um, i think the the newest the newest movie i think could be bridesmaids which is 2013 is the newest in that list that's yeah that's insane just how much people have gone off it like i guess it's not the same it's not a comedy you want to laugh and you're going to be able to laugh whether you're watching at home or you're watching at the movies. But if, you know, you're not going to get the same theatrical experience watching, you know, Avatar or any of those, you know, superhero films at home as you would in the movies. So I get, I get that, you know, it's a yeah, different experience. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm still going down the list. And so far 2011 is the highest, highest point actually. Yeah. Yeah. But Nothing. going to not, I haven't been in the movies in ages. But I remember watching Hangover Three, and like I was pissing myself laughing. But there's something like interesting about laughing with a bunch of strangers too. It's like it's different. Yeah. It's one thing to like sit there and like laugh while you, so, or even have your mates over and laugh at a movie. But to like share a laugh with a bunch of people, like that you don't even know. It's like it's weird. It's like this weird kind. Of, it makes it funny. I don't know. No, I completely. It's like I why do they have a laugh track on a you know on TV shows? <laughs> It helps. It makes it funny. It, it actually does. Yeah, it does. And it's um, the same the only... when you go to the movies and watch a comedy and people are laughing. It's like infectious, you know? Yeah. 
you're right. And I completely agree. I completely agree with you. Um, that you share that experience. That's why I like going to the movies because you share that experience with all those people that you can only experience in a movie mm. of like that magnitude. Cause you know, like, um, Avengers Endgame was probably the first movie I've gone to where people were cheering and clapping at the end of it. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've, never heard, seen, yeah. I've never seen that in a movie before, but yeah. like seeing people cheering clap as well as people like going, yeah, when particular scenes happen and yeah. you were doing that as well, you know, people were um, cheering, sorry, cheering at the same different scenes. Yeah. Um, same thing happened with Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. but um, just the fact that yeah, you're not like the only one. Like there's you know you know sixty other people that are having you know cheering at the same point as you. Mm, that's the thing. Like no no one can hear it. It's not like anyone who wrote that movie or is in that movie. No one can hear that, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's only the people who were there they can hear each other cheering, but it's like, you're all sharing your admiration for the film, like your enjoyment of the film and what it means to you. And it's like, cause you're sharing it with other people. It may, you know, that's the exciting part, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. Probably for, for me, um, I'd say, yeah, Tootsie was probably the one that I was like, that's up there. Yeah. I mean, I'm impressed how well it did in 1982. That's just what yeah. the hell. 177 million that's a lot of money back then you know i know that's the thing yeah that's a lot of money and like same with three men and a baby 1987 that made 160 million dollars yeah it's really unexpected i i thought it'd be like it was super bad wasn't on that list that's super bad is on list if you is on list super bad is actually you me super bad is number 41 Mm. Which with a hundred twenty-one million dollars, because you got to remember the fact that Home Alone is going to make more money because it's PG, whereas like Super Bad Alone, mm. with MA and R, it's not going to make a lot of money. Yeah, you're limiting yourself to people like dudes. Pretty much, you're limiting yourself to dudes between like the ages of like fifteen and 20, 25. Yeah, yeah and women yeah. as and women as well. Yeah, like, I, um, yeah, like ah. Uh, Oh, that's good. Like the, I thought maybe American Pie would it be up there? We say oh. ah, American Pie two, American Pie two made one hundred forty-five million dollars. Yep. And t- yeah. and your favorite, Talladega Nights. Mm. That's number twenty-three. Yep, that should have done better than that. <laughs> that was such a good movie. That's so funny. That's Will Ferrell's best movie. Oh, the hands down. Like I'm, yeah. you can't argue me off that. No way. I even like like Daddy's Home. Like they're they're hilarious. Those movies. He's good in everything, but you you just can't beat him in that movie. I mean, there's Step Brothers, but far out, man. Telegram Nights and Step Brothers. Yeah, hey, Derek. You know, fixes shoulder pain. If you lick my butthole. Like if Will Ferrell was just in those two movies, like I'd still say he's like one of the best comedy actors ever. Like. <laughs> But it's like he's made so many more movies after that that are just hilarious too. So, yeah. And, ah. and, and Sasha Baron, Sasha Baron right. Cohen's in yeah. it as well. Yeah. Oh look, it's Ricky Bobby. Yeah, that's yeah. I much prefer that character. I think that was a, one of his best character too. I, like Borat was. 
I don't know, man. Like Borat was like crazy in the day, like back in the day, because it was like so strange and different. It was funny, but I don't know, man. Sean Sherrard is just such a legendary character in my mind. Like Crips? No. Yeah, I like, I like Crips. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, all right. So, just say I love trips. No, <laughs> break it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Yeah. Nah. You can't beat that. It's just. Oh man. That was that was great. That movie. I feel like watching it again now. I know. I'm really. I am. I am too. I might actually. Uh, look, man. I really appreciate you being on this episode. Uh, Max will definitely be on for another one. So definitely stay oh. tuned. Oh, um, yep. No, I will, be, I will be. That sounds like a good off album. Yep. I'd look forward to it. Doing no, I look forward to it too. Any guest is always more than welcome. So, yeah, guys, let us know uh, what you think. Was, you know, did any surprise you? Which ones didn't you find funny? Or do you think ones were other funny? Um, any last words, Max? No, no last words, Lee. I'll, I'll look forward to doing this again sometime. Thank you very much. And until next time, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting. Happy ranting.